Just because Kai? you decided that Destiny is Pokemon doesn't mean that the one time you play the, the time you played Destiny with someone from the Netherlands is Pokemon related. <laughs> you listen to the show. That's Pokemon related. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 161st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ uh, Uno Six Uno. Uh, I don't know six in Spanish. Uh, it's seis. Um, so 161 would be uh, 161, I believe. There you go. Our Spanish translator this episode is brought to you by Travis. <laughs> I wonder who's on the show. You Can't be you Travis. Don't, you don't have like no. Like, oh, I'm. I, that was your. That was your introduction of me. Yeah. That yeah, like yeah. Th- that just casual saying of my name was your terrible, awful way of introducing me. Yeah, I did. I did have a. I did have a joke planned. Um, but I don't know to, if it's worth it, because I already made fun you? of you. I mean, I can reintroduce you. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Well, and pretend this never happened. All right. And with us today on uh, our episode of It's Super Effective that's starting off very poorly, uh, <laughs> we have Will. Hey, I've been watching a lot of The Voice lately, so I'm going to sing everything I say tonight. What am I? It's time to do the shuffle, Pokemon Shuffle, 161-centric. Someone I went to high school with got, like, third place on The Voice last year or two years ago or something. Pokemon Shuffle, third place, not a winner. (laughs) (laughs) And we also have Travis with us today, if you haven't figured that out by now. Travis! Before Before the show started, I went on Bulba News to see if there was anything I should be aware of that I wasn't already aware of before we started recording. And the top story on Bulba News currently is is titled, Gotta Meme Em All. Boba News is news you can use. Oh my god. Gotta meme them all. Yeah, I clicked on that because I was like, we need news to talk about, but I think it was about Twitch Plays Pokemon. It, yeah, it, it's apparently an ongoing series about the origin proliferation of Pokemon memes. But I think that we have reached the logical conclusion of the internet at the point where there's a recurring series of our of articles that someone has taken the time to write entitled "Got a Meme Em All." Like I think we're recursive done. memes of Pokemon all time. Well, I hope I'm you sing for the you. entirety of this. <laughs> oh man! Will's getting That's mixed so messages right now. Like I'm encouraging ever. him. <laughs> wow, Travis gets to sing every crappy 
thing he ever comes up with. I try to do it one time. I'm like, I'm gonna put you all mute. <laughs> you right. can't quiet this. There's like a certain uh, amount of gimmicks each of you can have. You can't cross those. <laughs> Don't cross the gimmicks. It's like Ghostbusters. That's, that's what happens when you have women as all the main actors in the next Ghostbusters movie. It's don't cross the gimmicks. Does anyone even care about that? Me. Go, Ghost, Ghostbusters wasn't even good originally. <gasps> Get off I officially resign from Pokemon. It's super effective right now, immediately. Effective immediately. <sighs> Pokemon? I mean, Pokemon. Ghostbusters was like my favorite movie. I will even... I will even say that I like Ghostbusters 2. That's how much I like Ghostbusters. Isn't there a third one? No, it was the video game. Oh, okay. We all know that wasn't good. Are you you both done having a heart attack? Yeah, I'm not going to deny that that one. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about some Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, Before we jump in... How was your guys' weekends? I had a delightful weekend. Started off having dinner with a with a podcast listener, and uh, had a really good conversation. So that that got everything off to a good start. And I slept through the rest of the weekend. <laughs> I had a good time. Saw a comedy show yesterday. <gasps> a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a comedian. I saw uh, you made it weird with Pete Holmes, which is a pod podcast. And they did a live taping in mm. Grand Rapids around here. Was it funny? Yeah, that's, the, that's sort of the point. <laughs> I don't, my, bro- I my brother and me is going to be in Milwaukee next month. Oh, really? I recommend Who? it. My brother my brother and me. Griffin oh, Knock- that podcast. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. It's a good show. It is a good show. Very cool. I uh, went to a WWE event over the weekend. I would just good. like to note that Steve only asked about our weekends so that he could talk about his weekend. Uh, oh, I was, yeah, I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> Steve That's a lot of BS because I definitely asked how your guys' weekends are in the past episodes. So, uh, how was, uh, uh, listeners, how was you're going to need to confirm that for me because I don't remember that at all. Ever. Because you how, both are too busy singing. How, how was WWE, <laughs> Steve? It was good. It was good. Uh, and then this morning, I played with a podcast listener. Uh, we played Destiny, and he was from Denmark, and he was pretty cool. And we did some stuff in Destiny because that's a game I still play. I thought you said he was from the ne- you said he was from the Netherlands before the show started. Oh yeah, dang! I already dropped the ball. He is from the <laughs> Netherlands. What did I say? Denmark. Denmark. That's because he spoke Danish. Is that a that's a language? Right. Correct. Yeah, but yeah. why would somebody from the Netherlands speak Danish? I don't know. He said English wasn't his uh, first language, but he spoke it very well. I mean, he definitely <laughs> had an accent. But I, I suppose I have an accent to people who don't live in the north. Oh, and you might, say, you might speak Dutch. Oh, well, maybe he did say Dutch. Danish. Yeah. Yeah. Although, if you but, were uh, speaking in Dutch, you would... S- this is going to be so wrong if I'm totally blanking and Dutch is not the name of the language. But I think in in Dutch, you would, to say the name of the language, it's more it's like Nederlander or something like that. Like Dutch is just a thing we say in English. The same way that we say 
like German and Germany, even though it's Deutsch and Deutschland. Deutsch. Yes. But to make it really obvious, um, Steve, you don't speak any foreign languages. No, absolutely so, not. <laughs> there you go. Any, you would speak any of them with an accent because you speak none of them. I mean, I, I, I struggle with English as it is. <laughs> yeah, thank the uh, MPS for that. Yeah, MPS school system. More importantly, we have some Pokemon news. Uh, pretty slow uh, Pokemon news week as the last couple weeks have been. That's why it's kind of hard to do like a full podcast without rambling. Or talking about what we did over our weekend. But I was able to scrape together parts of the internet to bring you today's show. So we will start off with Pokemon Bank offering free Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver Evolved Starters. Uh, we knew this was coming, but I believe now, as long as any time between now and the end of the year, if you renew your Pokemon Bank, or you have Pokemon Bank, uh, you can receive all three Pokemon, Meganium, Typhlosion, for Alligator, and their special abilities uh, through Pokemon Bank. I have done this. Now, <laughs> I was going to ask you, did you renew before your subscription expired? I did. I just renewed about 10 minutes ago, so that would be after. But I got the free Pokemon before renewing, so you don't have to... Um, well, I guess you have to get them before your subscription expires, but you don't have to renew in order to get them, if that makes sense. Um, you just like logged in. I think I logged in three weeks ago, and then she's like, I got a present for you, and gave me three Pokemons. And I was like, thank you. I enjoy your present. Wait, did you give them right to your bank, or did you have to go to a Pokemon Center? Uh, well, 50-50. She, they were like uh, Pokemon Link. You know how you get your battle points from Pokemon Bank? You don't, mm -hmm. because you never do this. Oh, um, yeah. But it, that way, so they actually just become part of your, uh, go into your computer directly. You don't have to pick them up from the delivery person in the Pokemon Center. And obviously, you didn't lose any Pokemon in your Pokemon bank because you renewed after it expired. Nope. I'm, I'm glad to report that even though I renewed about two weeks after it expired, they did not release all of my Pokemons into the wild. They are still safe and secure. Solid. Solid. No, you do not get to sing at all because, number one, you don't ever watch The Voice. Nope. Uh, number two, you don't know anybody who ever came in third place on The Voice. And three, yeah, you, don't think, uh, you don't think Adam yeah, that's, Levine that's is cute. Didn't you listen to Travis like nine minutes ago when he said he <laughs> came in third place in Flint, Michigan? <laughs> you think I'm from Flint? You, thought it was, you started by thinking I was near Detroit when you know I took the ferry to visit you in Milwaukee. And now you think I live in Flint. Well, I mean, I just assume everything major in Michigan happens in Flint, whether you live in there or not. Flint? Why Flint? Why not? It's because That's that such movie, a weird pull. That documentary that was made, like, when I was a teenager? Oh, yeah. The, what's the guy? He's, uh... 
the, the documentarian from Flynn. What's his name? Michael Myers. No. Moore? Michael Moore. Yep. Yeah. He's a person. Mm-hmm. Speaking of... Yeah, I can't even transition that good. Uh, <laughs> three new Pokemon-themed Nintendo 3DS themes are, I believe, available as of now in America. You are correct. They were released in Japan like last week, uh, but there is a Rayquaza theme, Pokemon Friends theme, and a Hanafudu theme. Hanafuda. Hmm. What is Hanafuda? It is the cards that the Nintendo company was originally founded to make. Oh, okay. So it's a particular art style. That's cool. And they have little, like a little sleeping Pikachu card. But I would highly recommend that everybody get the Pokemon Friends theme because it is uh, characters from uh, Pokemon Black and White. You've already unsold me on this. You <sighs> I don't even know why I talked to you. That, Requ- that Rayquaza theme, though. Rayquaza one's pretty, pretty sweet. True. I don't like... I, 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 okay, so I'm, I love and hate the Pokemon themes. First off, I like how you can have multiple themes rotate every time you like close the screen or launch a new game. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I do not like how the main part of the image is either so focused on the top or so focused on the bottom. And if it's like focused on the bottom, it only really fits if you're using like the single scroll. And I like to have the triple, like three rows, and it covers up most of the image. And then if it's focused on the top, most of the time that's covered because you have like a game icon spinning up there. Well, some of them are designed so that the game spinning game icon doesn't really obscure anything if they're designed well enough. The Reequaza one is not designed well enough. Yeah, neither is the... Well, the ones I have are all Pokemon ones, so the Kyogre and the Groudon are not... Well, that's one theme. But that's not designed very well, and neither is the Slowpoke. Because, like... Yeah, whatever. What I ended up doing is I took the three rows, and I just got rid of the top row, so it's still the Mm three-row thing. Mm -hmm. I just moved everything down. Yeah. Down and out. Just to satisfy my themes. Kind of like an iPhone screen. Yeah. Except it's not. Uh, those are like screens. $5, aren't they? They're what, like, what? iPhone screens? Or 3 No, the themes, the Pokemon, or the 3DS themes. $1.99. $1.99. That's highway robbery. It is, yeah. Well, seeing as I have purchased zero themes for my 3DS, I would agree. Really? You didn't buy yeah. Pokemon Friends? Yeah. You just told everyone to buy Pokemon Friends. Everyone else. <laughs> everyone else who buys themes, that's the one I would recommend. Of all the Pokemon themes, I think that is the best one. It, 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 it looks like, um, like uh, Miiverse. That's, that's, the, that's it. it. It looks like you know some of the gym leaders from Gen 5 and the two trainer types from Gen 5 are uh, Miiverse that, that with a little world. You know how they have the people around the world? Oh, They're like, hello! Yep, yep, yep. I see what you're saying. I'll probably get the I like, one. I, I think listeners should, should 
should just listen to that portion of Will trying to describe what that looks like because it sounds like Will is trying to describe that picture that they showed you in elementary school of like um, world that's peace. like shows shows all the the little stick figures standing around the world holding hands and they're all like different colors and it's about diversity or whatever. That's pretty much the Meverse loading screen. <laughs> if you've never seen it. Here we go. Bulbapedia has an explanation of what it is. It features chibi versions of Hilbert, Charon, Elsa, Skyla, Ingo, Emmett, N, and Hilda, all based on Pokemon Black and White. The background music is Let's Go Together from Black and White. A theme is played at the start of a ga- the game. Oh, the starting theme. Why? Why does why does Hilga Hilga why does Hilda why does Hilda get bottom billing? Oh, they started from the from the very top, and she is oh, northwest. Okay. Got it. Because it's full circle. Yeah, it looks like Ingo got the bottom. I I have no idea why they put Ingo and Emmett. It's just of of, of two characters that I cared about in Gen Five. Ingo and Emmett were not anywhere on any list. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ingo and Emmett fans in the audience. I mean, Iris should be on there. Uh, Drayden. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like Iris is pretty much well liked. Yeah. <sighs> well, um, carrying on with the news, two new special stages are now available in Pokemon Shuffle. Pokemon Shuffle. Let's see. Both stages are available until March 23rd. And you have to have version 1.1.2. And it looks like the one stage is featuring Mew, and one stage is featuring Kyogre. Uh, so the Kyogre one is the really the new one. But uh, if people have not been doing a daily check-in on Pokemon Shuffle, you have to do the daily check-in because you get rewards for that. It's no cost. You just click the check-in button, let it connect to the internet, and and you get whatever the latest check-in update is, which is sometimes a. Uh, Meowth level, and when you play the Meowth level, you get free coins, and then you can use those free coins to buy a Great Ball so that you can catch Pokemon. Wait, there's coins, gems, and hearts in this video game? There are hearts, coins, and jewels, not gems. Jewels. (laughs) You use the jewels to buy either hearts or coins. You use the coins to buy power-ups. You use the hearts to play the game. I will not accept your tone of derision for the wonderful world that is Pokemon Shuffle. Okay, so, I draw the line at two fake currencies. So what does this mean? You got Bitcoin, that we... you got Litecoin. Once you get Dogecoin and Kanye coin or whatever the other one was. It's Meowth coin. Okay, serious <laughs> question. When it says there's a new stage featuring Kyogre, what does that actually mean? So... Okay, so there's three play areas in Pokemon Shuffle. There's the main area, which is the path that I talked about, where you go to, like, Bon Bon Alley or Gallery Rouge or whatever, and that's, like, the main path for collecting Pokemon. Then there there are the expert levels, which I have not touched the expert levels because I haven't completed the main area yet. And then there's the special area. And the special area updates every day when you click on the little check-in button 
Um, and then that's where like Mew shows up. That's where Kyogre shows up. So they just like you can download their their boards that are specific, but they're time limited. So like if you don't play and catch Kyogre in the amount of time that it's available, it will no longer be a board. Versus the main area, those Pokemon are always available. So they they had like a series where they did uh, daily Pokemon, and it was the Rotoms, and just every day it would be a different Rotom. But if you didn't catch it on that day, then that board would expire, and you couldn't catch that Rotom anymore. Ever again? Well, no, they've done it twice now, so oh, okay. they're just cycling through them. But I did catch uh, Kyogre very quickly, and that's a great one to have on your team if anybody hasn't done it yet, because he's automatically very powerful. I was going to download this game over the weekend, but I haven't yet. <sighs> you lied the last time you said I had convinced you to download it. <sighs> yeah, but I didn't say I actually did download it. Well, it's time to put words to action. Travis, have you. you have you dabbled in the shuffle? Oh, heavens no. <laughs> I'm terrible at, at those types of puzzle games. It, it's not hard, and also what I noticed... Um, it does not ever get into the situation where you cannot make a match. So, like, with some of these games, you'll get the board to a point where you can't make a match yeah. and it reshuffles everything. This will never allow that to happen. Interesting. I feel like so, that makes it too easy. Uh, it's a children's game. Huh. <laughs> Rated E for everyone. I wouldn't say that means children. It just means everyone. Katamari Damacy's ready for everyone, and that game gets pretty tough in the later stages. That's true. It's a great game. Love. Possibly the greatest game of all time. I'm not going to argue with you. That I game's mean, pretty sweet. That's a I, bad example, too, because I don't feel like that game's that hard, but I couldn't think wait, of another... Ka- Ka- Katamari Damacy? Yeah. Oh, seriously, it is because... There are end game scenarios which you can finish the game completely yeah. and even get congratulated on successfully completing it, and you didn't right. get those scenarios. Yeah, like a hundred percenting that game is is quite difficult, but worth the effort. I love, I like uh, we love Katamari too. The sequel. There's been four or five sequels. Yeah, Six? but the one immediately after is the one I'm sorry. Yeah, that one's pretty good too. Um, I played the one on Xbox and was not happy just because the Xbox controller is inappropriate for Katamari yeah. Damacy. And I played the one on Vita. And... You know what that means. <laughs> what? Inappropriate. Okay, so the whole, okay, the whole gameplay point of Katamari Damacy is that you only ever push on the left and right joystick joystick, right? And the way that you orient them in relation to each other determines how the Katamari rolls. Right. So you you want them to be parallel or lined up with each other. As they would the, be on a PlayStation DualShock controller. Exactly. But the Xbox controller has the two joystick kind of things at a diagonal. So it's just you can't do it. You you can't. It's, it's it doesn't feel right. It's it's not a real Katamari, and, and Katamari belongs on on Sony. Period. I'm not gonna argue because <laughs> you've never played it. Because you've never played it. I mean, I played the demo at like a GameStop like a decade ago. I mean, Katamari Damacy is created my definition for the perfect game: collecting things, rolling, and cute. 
it is the it is the pinnacle yeah. of all those three things. I mean, I played rolling no, no, is my no, favorite no, no, genre no. of video game. <laughs> yes, what what more do you need from a game except to roll? What other rolling games are there? Are there any Pokemon rollers? Uh, Pokemon oh, Dash. Is Pokemon Dash a roller? Nah, Pokemon I mean, Pinball. Pokemon Pinball is arguably a roller. That has rolling in it. I would argue that it's a pinball game. Uh, Steve, what would you say that pinball does as it moves across the board? I would say that it rolls. Must like, be a rolling game then. Mm-hmm. You got a, you got a burn there, heal there, Steve? There are Pokemon that roll, like Miltank. You're going to need one. Right? right. Miltank, Miltank rolls. Roll Pokemon out is a is rolling a game. There is yeah. rolling in Pokemon. There is rolling in Destiny, even. Ah, we don't need to get into that nonsense. Oh. Is there rolling in Hearthstone? I feel like that's the only game we haven't brought up that is continually brought up. <laughs> um, there's whirl. There's a whirling Zapomatic. I don't think I there's think. a rolling. No, I don't think there's any rolling. It's an it's an imperfect game. <laughs> there's rolling in Pokemon TCG. Rolling of the dice. Oh well, no, no, no. Katamari Damacy is like the the paragon. It is it is the top. And anything else is a shadow of what it achieved, right? Even though it may partake of the essence of those three things, nothing will ever come to be the same greatness. I like the level in We We Love Katamari where the where the girl is like Katamari is just a ripoff of making snowmen. And then the whole level is her whining about how Katamari stole the idea from making snowmen. You might in, you might enjoy playing the PS Vita uh, version of of Katamari. Why would I buy a PS Vita? Yeah, it's a bad investment. System's you- terrible. <laughs> I hate playing on the Vita. There are times when I enjoy playing on the Vita. I don't. Hmm. It's a Pokemon of the Week, Steve. <laughs> Wait, I still have news items to cover. Uh, what's the next news item, Will? Yeah, what's the next news item? Um, Netflix has released the third season of Black and White and the Indigo League episodes of the uh, Pokemon cartoon, which it has taken them uh, one heck of a long time to get this far. But yeah. if you can finally... Um, I think the third season of the... Black and white series is when N appears, if I'm not. Is that good or bad? Uh, it was kind of like the, the whole thing about the black and white series was it started out strong, it became really poor, and then it started to come back, like claw its way back up. So this is part of the time when it starts to claw its way back up and become better. Worth watching, because Unova was the best any Pokemon, any ever, of all Pokemons. Are you, are you in... Compare that to like everything or just in TV shows? Everything. All right, I'm disregarding that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> there is like literally nothing that you and I agree on, Steve. I mean, we both like Destiny. Uh, I like the Warlock, and you do not. Yeah, that's a trash right? class. My <laughs> favorite wrestler is Bad News Barrett. Your favorite wrestler is some. Chunky backcountry <laughs> dude who can only say three words. I'm sorry, he can only say one word, yes, three times. 
Bad News Barrett speaks with a British accent and has a beautiful vocabulary. Um, new Pokemon Symphonic Evolution tour dates have been announced for California. <laughs> Two more tour dates for Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions have been announced for July later this year. First concert will be in the San Diego Symphony Hall in, obviously, San Diego, California on July 9th. And the second concert will be held at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles, California on July 11th. Tickets are available to order, but the ordering period is going to end on March 21st. That doesn't make any sense, but that's what Bulbapedia says. Well, I recommend people go. I've been. You've been? Really? I didn't remember that. Yeah, I went uh, during the Pokemon World Championships. Give give our listeners a recap of uh, what they can expect. You go and they have these videos from the video games you're really selling it right now i mean you go like, you get a hotel i don't know man no you don't need to get a hotel but you go to the show right and it's like a real orchestra type thing and they have like the instruments a symphony maybe in the front of you and you sit down you okay here's here's okay let's let's take a step back you you go to the symphony hall where the show will be held. You walk past the alcoholic beverages because there is absolutely no reason why anyone needs to drink alcohol to watch Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions. You go to your seat. You enjoy being there <laughs> with other Pokemon fans who are sober. And they play music from the games, and they show videos from the corresponding games from which they are playing music. They did not play enough music from Unova, but whatever. That's not, you know, I was not the artistic director for this particular endeavor. Um, but they do uh, play lots of different um, themes and everything that you will recognize and enjoy. And it's a great communal experience for people who love and enjoy Pokemon. And you can bring your... Uh, 3DS or new 3DS and get tons and tons of street passes. And it's a kind of event where no one will complain if you clear out your street passes while you're enjoying the performance so you can get all those puzzle pieces that you need. How's that? That sounded good. Grade A. Yes. Rec- will Anderson recommends. Worth the ticket price once in a lifetime opportunity. There you go. How would you rate the uh, the hall that you were in when you saw it originally? How were the acoustics? Uh, well, I saw it in Warner Theater, which I am well familiar mm-hmm. with, and uh, it has wonderful acoustics. Did you know that... When, so, there was this period where all of the theaters that were supposed to be perfectly uh, acoustically designed, all of a sudden they stopped. People said that they weren't as good anymore, and people were like racking their brains to figure out what it was. And it turned out that because giant, like floofy dresses were went out of style, that they didn't soak up as much sound anymore. So interesting. So so concert halls had to be redesigned because people didn't wear those anymore and they're and they're too boomy. Well true story. A little I, I heard that it was true. I didn't research it myself. A little-known fact is that giant floofy dresses are still quite popular here in Washington, D.C. Oh. Yeah, what about cool horse and buggies? And just to excite uh, everyone even more, on March 25th of this month, Bob's Burgers Live will be performing at the <laughs> Warner Theater. 
Is Pokemon Podcast just going to turn into where we read certain events are happening in certain areas? <laughs> the, the Warner well, Theater show. Okay. All right. I think that's all the news we have for right now. Like I said, another s- slow news week. I would only imagine that next week is going to be just as slow because we haven't gotten a Nintendo Direct lately or any um, Pokemon-related news. Oh, but I do have Game Freak news to talk about, and we can talk about that uh, when we get back after our break. And we are back from our break to talk to you about a game that is not Pokemon, but a game made by the people who make the Pokemon games. Game Freak. Dun, dun, dun. Spoiler. Uh, For what is that a spoiler? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like... Game Freak the movie? (laughs) Uh, Game Freak the motion picture? It's not just a game anymore? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. So the tagline for the Super Mario Brothers motion picture. We normally... Bulbasaur, any swear words that happen. I think we're all pretty good at, you know, keeping <laughs> keeping the podcast PG-13. Ironically, the new game by Game Freak has quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes you can't see because this is an audio podcast, has a bad word. It's a naughty. It, it could be considered uh, devious, naughty. Scandalous. Degenerate. Any of those words. So we're going to bleep the word for the remainder of this segment. It'll either be annoying or really funny. So we'll go with that. Um, So the new game... I'm going to say the title... uh, Emphasize that word and make it very long so so that editing it out is much, much more difficult for you. Oh, don't do this to me. (laughs) (laughs) I won't, I won't. Okay, so the the new game announced by Game Freak is called Tembo the Bad Elephant. Correct. It is coming this summer for PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. I'm surprised it's not coming out for PS3. It doesn't look like it really needs... That much. Uh, PS3 and PS4 have different architecture. <laughs> architecture. Nerd! Uh, it does. That's why a lot of your digital PS3 games don't work on PS4. Where was I going with this? Um, not a Pokemon game. So before we talk about the game itself, let's talk about if you guys think this is going to interrupt a possible Pokemon game for this fall. 100% there will be no Pokemon game this fall. There is no Pokemon Ranger coming this fall. All right. I mean, what? I don't feel, feel like I even need to weigh in. Will Will is so decisive here. I I mean, I'd be surprised if there were Pokemon game. Is, is there usually one right out like this close after a main series one? We've had a Pokemon game every year since Black and White. Oh well. Hmm. If I, I'm if I'm not mistaken, right, Will? Correct. 
Yeah, so for the last four years. Was there was there a gap between Heart Gold Soul Silver? Or was that also Uh I don't know. What year did that come out? Two thousand ten? No. That's when Black and White came out. Two thousand nine then. Unless I'm wrong. If there was only a website. If there was only some tool of interconnected computers throughout the world where people could store information about events that had happened in time. If only we had access to such an incredible concept. Pokemon Hard Gold version and Pokemon Soul Silver version were released in Japan on September 12th, 2009 in North America on March 14th, 2010. There we go. Wow. Black and White was March 6th, 2011. Pokemon Black White 2, 2 was October 7th, 2012. Pokemon X and Y was worldwide October 12th, 2013. And Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire was November 21st, 2014. So the last five years, we've had a Pokemon game every year. Speaking of Heart Gold and Soul Silver, can we have a moment of silence for the Pokewalker, the greatest video game peripheral of all time? Why do we need a moment of silence for it? I have it sitting right on my stand right there by my bathroom. Because my batteries died, Will. You, you want a new battery? one in? You just unscrew the back. It won't be the same. You can't just... You can't... You can't I can't just, you know, clone the fun I had with, with my original Pokewalker. The spirit... Won't be there. The soul isn't the same. The soul lies in the battery. Everyone knows this. Which uh, which Pokemon did you have uh, stored on your Pokewalker? Snorlax. That Pokemon is now dead. <laughs> yep. Rest in peace. Can we, have a can we please have a moment of silence for my Snorlax from Soul Silver version? Yes. Clearly, the Pokemon you want to take Thanks for, for a the walk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the moment of silence, Steve. You're really good at this. All right. Moment of silence. All right, I uh, <laughs> I would not be surprised if we still get a Pokemon game this year because I believe it was last year Game Freak released Harmonite, which was the rhythm-based mm -hmm. game. And they also released, uh, I'm going to get this pronunciation wrong, Solitabia, the horse racing solitaire game. What? I don't remember that at all. Uh, yeah, of course. It only came out in Japan. Oh. But it was a horse racing game. Greatest um, horse racing video game of all time. <laughs> the, the beloved genre, horse racing. <laughs> I believe also in... I can't remember what it was, but they released Drill Dozer for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, between yeah. oh yeah, between Pokemon Emerald and Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which I heard was very good. Yeah, people liked it. Well, never got a remake. <laughs> the big kind of twist to Tembo the Bad Elephant <laughs> is that it is being published by Sega and mm -hmm. not Nintendo, and it is the first game that has been. Not published by Nintendo since Click Medic, which was 
A Japanese-only medical simulation game that appeared on PlayStation. It's really bizarre because Game Freak itself is owned by Nintendo. So that kind of stuff can happen. But I mean, Microsoft I didn't, makes software I didn't think for they Apple were computers. owned by Nintendo. I thought Nintendo just owned the majority of their shares. That could be the case. I don't know. I don't know how that works either, though. Well, I mean, owning shares and ownership. Well, yeah, publicly traded company. They are a second-party developer, whatever that means. This this is all very business-oriented. The business podcast. For your money-ness. Is Game Freak listed on the NASDAQ? I don't think so. Are they listed on the... What's the other one? Where is it Dow? a bull market the or Dow. a bear market? Is it on the Dow? Wow, Steve, congrats to you. Thanks. But I don't think it was <laughs> there either. I don't know. Yeah, so... Anyways. You just gave Steve... Did you give Steve credit for what I said? No, because he said the Dow. The Dow is a listing oh. agency for stocks. Oh, the Dow Jones, specifically. Yes. Um, so this is an elephant that runs around without underwear... And <laughs> battles. Well, because he has a bad ass. <laughs> well, no, because he's part commando, all elephant. He's part commando. And we know elephant. what part is commando. <laughs> so the synops- synopsis I have is Tembo puts you in the shoes of an elephant that jumps and butt stomps his way through 17 stages to fight the forces of Phantom, which are led by a uh, Trinical Commander? Where are you reading this from? Uh, Silicon Era. And then we have a quote here. We are delighted to be working with Game Freak to bring this heavyweight adventure to an audience that we feel it will have relevance to. Relevance to. Tyrannical was the word you were looking at before. Ah, I see. Said John Ty- Clark, the senior vice president of the commercial publishing for Sega Europe. It's a trunk full of fun, and we think gamers are going to love it. Hopefully more than my rubbish elephant puns. I liked relevance. I think that was solid. And the word is uh, tyrannical. Travis just said this. I didn't listen to Travis. I put him on mute. (laughs) Uh, I read read another article that the... So the reason why I think we're still getting a Pokemon game is because it seems like this is a very small team making it. It's a 17-stage 2D side-scroller. But the one of... I, I believe it was on IGN. One of the people making the game said it. they wanted it to feel like Donkey Kong Country. More specifically, when you're riding the Rhino in Donkey Kong Country. Because the Rhino has a lot of weight, moves very fast, plows through things. And that's what they wanted to feel for Tembo himself. The titular Tembo. The eponymous Tembo. (laughs) Uh, There was also a conversation where they said originally Tembo would use his trunk to quote-unquote, punch people or swing it to hit people. But they thought that was kind of boring and took away from him being an elephant. So they removed that feature. And instead, now his trunk can, like, suck up people and spit them out. A la Kirby? Yeah, I guess. A la Tembo, please. 
He is a badass elephant, Will. He's part commando, all elephant. Is right, he Tembo the baddest envelope? envelope. <laughs> He's a badass. <laughs> that, that Tembo is one badass envelope. Takes a licking and keeps on sticking. <laughs> But the that'd be a better U.S. Postal Servicing up. No, that one didn't work. We're can edit that one out. Game Freak was going to use the envelope flap to flip over enemies and attack them, but they decided it was better to have the envelope suck them in and spit them back out. A la Tembo. There you go. The other reason I think this isn't going to interrupt a Pokemon game cycle is because it is coming out for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. And apparently when you're developing uh, only for that, those like three SKUs, it's a lot easier to make a game uh, opposed to doing like Wii U and PS4 because those architectures are completely different. Whereas the Xbox One and the PS4 have very similar architectures. Uh, Do you know what um, chip... Are they using the Xbox One and the PS4? Is it the same chip manufacturer? No, I don't think so. Hmm. But I don't know what they are. I know last gen, the Xbox 360 was running a PowerPC, and the PlayStation 3 was running a, the 7-core whatever processor. Intel? No, I've, I don't think it was Intel. But I could be wrong. How many times do I need to yell nerd on this show? <laughs> it is important to know ah, who your chip Timbo. manufacturer is. Doesn't Nintendo run AMD? Or ATI? This week's Pokemon no, of the week. ATI. Alright, let's finish up our Tembo talk. You guys excited? I would play. Yeah, it looks really fun. Okay. I hope it has a uh, some sort of multiplayer component because that is what I most enjoy about gaming. The old multiplayer. Besides rolling cuteness and collecting things. I mean I played uh I played Harmonite and I didn't really like it. That was Game Freak's last non Pokemon game. But then again I don't really I'm not really good at rhythm games. You got no rhythm. You are correct in that statement. Uh I think we'll take a break. Uh, we'll take a break, we'll come back, and we will talk about our item of the week and our Pokemon of the week. To bring you our final segment of the store, store show. <laughs> I'll just cut into that. Don't worry. Final segment of our show. Let's start off with our item of the week. 
This week's item of the week is brought to you by PokemonCenter.com, our non-sponsor Pokemon Center website that we seem to talk about every week. So we're listening. Made a whole segment out of it. If you're listening, Pokemon Company International, we'd love a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, get these royalties on these items we sell. They probably see an increase of said items we talk about every week. They're gonna trace it back to our <laughs> show. They probably sold out of Rayquazas from last week. You get that effective bump. Mm-hmm. This week is the Kyogre Pokey Plush, large size, nine inches, twenty four ninety nine. Usually ships in twenty four hours. Product details. Get in touch with your power Pokemon. Kyogre brings all the endless power of the ocean to this large, fuzzy Pokey Plush, complete with a soft flipper claws, a dorsal fin, and a super soft underbelly. In ancient times, Kyogre is said to have been able to expand the oceans and raise the sea level. Catch that wave with Kyogre. I want I want t-shirt. That is the sentence catch that wave. Well, first of all, the sentence is not grammatically correct. I don't know. Like there's no there's a, there's no comma there. So <laughs> so are they, so I I don't really care that much about grammatical correctness unless it makes what they're trying to say indecipherable, which it does in this case? Are they, are they addressing Kyogre and, and asking Kyogre to catch that wave? Or are they, as written, asking us, the reader, to catch that wave Kyogre? The, well, the wave Kyogre, which we are supposed to catch. What may inform your judgment upon the proper uh, indications of that mm-hmm. sentence, if you look at the features... Mm-hmm. The number one feature is it looks like it's fresh from the surf, which is, <laughs> you know, which possibly could be served up in a restaurant or, you know, just came from the ocean. But also, if you look at number four, the Pokemon that rules the waves, right? So it's like he's the king of the waves and that wave is trying to get away. Like, you know, catch it, cowpoke. So that they, waves, are, they are addressing Kyogre's. So that that little doggy is getting out there, so twirl your lasso and catch that wave, Kyogre. <sighs> I, like number, I, like, I like number three under the features. It's a large size plush for large size fun. That's my uh, slogan. <laughs> um, recommended age, four years and up. Looks like it's, it's fresh from the surf. <laughs> Made in China. <laughs> Do you stop? 100% polyester fiber. 0.32 America pounds. Wait a minute. Kyogre is supposed to be like 50 tons. <laughs> this is inaccurate. I mean, large this size is, plush for large this size is, fun. This is not <laughs> to scale. I want my twenty four ninety nine back. If you want to be more specific with dimensions here, 15.5 inches wide, 3.5 inches tall, 12 inches long. Don't know where the 9 inches and the original name came from, but uh, let's move on to reviews. Can I read the reviews this time? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Well, there's three reviews, so we can each read one. Well, I get the long one. All right. You can start off with uh, who is it? Um, Uh, The reviewer is Coco Kanade. 
and then in parenthesis in, in quotation marks the procrastinating multitasker who resides in somewhere from a state real <laughs> jokester that coco Kamade. a state the uh the uh, the title of this review is the mighty cough cough adorable cough cough kyogre exclamation point oh this is so good coco Kanade writes Pokemon Sapphire was my first Pokemon game, so when Alpha Sapphire came out, I knew I had to get it. Through the Pokemon Ami section, I rediscovered my love for this legendary that I caught all those years ago. And then I wanted to get a Kyogre of my own. <laughs> Colon 3, Catface. <laughs> I've purchased Pokemon Center projects before, and this one is by far the most detailed and beautiful plushies I've bought. It's very soft, very cute, and the amount of embroidery astounds and impresses me. Kyogre is beautiful, and since it's from the generation I started playing the game in, it is one of my most favorite legendaries. I highly recommend this to other potential buyers, colon three cat face. I wish <laughs> I could buy one big enough to use as a pillow. This will forever be a cherished part of my Pokemon and plushie collection. Was this review helpful to you? I click yeah, no. Oh, I click yes. Wait, I have to log in to say that that review is helpful. Three out of three people found that review helpful. Uh. Oh, dang. I should have. Oh, my God. The next review. I'm really sad I didn't get the next one. Do I get to read it? It's it's really short, but you can read it. Well, zero out of 26 people found it helpful. (laughs) This is the same as the. Okay, I I won't spoil it. The uh, title of the review is I Love Poke Apostrophe Mon. <laughs> February 9th, 2015. The reviewer is Togepi Lover. I think we've actually featured Togepi Lover on the podcast before. We have. Togepi <laughs> Lover in quotes. Togepi Lover in quotes. Kansas City, Missouri. Yes. So another Kansas City dude. I think Kyogre is cool. I also like how it turns into primal reversion. I also like how it can use the move called Origin Pulse. Kyogre is really cool. Was this review helpful to you, Will? Yes! I didn't know that Kyogre could use Origin Pulse. (laughs) The move called Origin Pulse. I don't understand how this has zero of 26 people found this review helpful. Well, the the fact that this review... Almost word for word was on the the, the Rayquaza one. The Rayquaza one must mean that Togepi Lover reviews every single Pokemon product and writes this. I'm gonna well, just, well, just Steve, just while you read the next one, I'm gonna look for another let, one. Let me let me read the Togepi Lover's uh, Rayquaza review. It was, I think this Rayquaza is really cool. I also like how it mega evolves in the game. I play Rayquaza's body looks really cool. How it's long, I like Rayquaza. So, yes. <laughs> are you ready for Togepi Lover's now. review of the Skitty Plush? Go, go ahead. Uh, zero of 14 people found this review helpful. <laughs> I think the Skitty is so cute and playful. Skitty are just so funny to watch them play with their tail. Skitty is known as the kitten Pokemon. I like Skitty. <laughs> wow. Togepi Lover has literally reviewed every plush. And 
the Lugia Team Plasma Tin. I think Lugia is cool. I love to collect Pokemon cards. Lugia is the king of the sea. Lugia is my favorite in Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. I just love Pokemon. Wow. wow. I, I love you, Togepi lover. I think Carbink is, is cute. Carbink is known as the jewel Pokemon. Carbink are also cute when they hop around to move. Carbink have cute ears. I just love Carbink. I found wow. a Togepi lover review that two of 19 people found helpful. I think this Latias is so cute and playful. Latias can see through the eyes of Latios. Latios is known as the Eon Pokemon. It's cool how they can mega evolve. I love Latias. <laughs> I feel bad now. I'm probably making fun of a child, but I don't know. I just find it. I just find Togepi lovers' enthusiasm so refreshing. No child has the time to write 35 reviews of Pokemon plushies. Togepi lover does. Togepi lover also has a following of people who care enough about their reviews, but do not find them helpful. Yeah. I think Umbreon is cute. Umbreon can only evolve at night with five affection hearts when it's an EV. Umbreon is the moonlight Pokemon. I think Togepi is a cute and silly Pokemon. I love Togepi. <laughs> poor, poor Umbreon. He could be a kind of paste. Peach Togepi. Togepi. Togepi lover, you've killed me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> poor child. I, I feel so bad. I don't. I don't mean to make fun of Togepi Lover. I just. I find Togepi Lover's uh, outlook on life to be to be unique. Last review uh, for Kyogre, the product we are reviewing here. Best legendary plush by America G, the Mawile enthusiast. Irving, California. Five stars. Irvine. Irvine, sorry. 13 of 14 people found this review helpful. This guy is impressive. There is no way this plush could be more accurate. All the little details are there, and they keep their shape even after being tightly packed into a shipping box. He is totally soft all over. Perfect for displaying or for hugging. Steve, was this review helpful to you? Yeah, I think so, because... I think that was the most helpful of the reviews we read. They touched on yes. they touched on perfect for display or hugging, which is both very important. They yes, also I, I don't get to hug enough in my life. That's right. They also touched on how even when squished, being poorly packed, as stated, being tightly packed into a shipping box, it still keeps its shape. Watch that wave, Kyogre. <laughs> so you listener if you want your own Kyogre Poke Plush large size, 9 inches, American inches, go ahead and head over to the PokemonCenter.com to pick yours up today. Moving on to our Pokemon of the week. It brings me great sadness to report that the Leech King in Twitch Plays Pokemon anniversary run. The Leech King was Twitch Plays Pokemon first level 100 Pokemon. I'm sad to announce that it has been released as of today <laughs> into the wild. So I think you're the only human being that still watches that. You know, it's pretty entertaining still. <laughs> so to celebrate the Leech King's honorable Twitch Plays Pokemon run. That's why you're doing this? Parasect <sighs> is our Pokemon of the week. I feel much worse for 
putting this move set together now. Nah, Parasect's a sweet Pokemon. I love Parasect. Uh, let me read a little bit about it before we uh, have Travis divulge the great moveset of the Leech King. Arguably. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, we'll read the biology. Parasect is an orange insectoid Pokemon that has been completely overtaken by the Parasect mushroom on its back. It has a small head with pure white eyes and a segmented body that is mostly hidden by the mushroom. It has three pairs of legs, with the foremost pair forming large pincers. With fungus growing on its back, it has a large red cap with yellow spots throughout. The insect has been drained of nutrients and is now under control of a fully grown Torchasco. Tochukasu. Perfect. Parasect can be found in caves and can also thrive in dank forest with dank. suitable amount of humidity for growing fungi. That's dank. <laughs> Very dank. Swarms <laughs> of this Pokemon have been known to infest trees. The swarm will drain the trees of nutrients until it dies, and with then move on to a new tree. Dank city. Dank. Parasect is bug and grass. It has three abilities, effects spore, dry skin, and dank. Nope, sorry, damp. <laughs> That's why I named my Parasect Prince Yolo Dank Swag. <laughs> Travis, do you want to touch on these abilities first? And which is the superior ability for your Parasect? Um, it's going to be... Well, it depends. Um, dry skin can be useful in a... If you have a... Like a rain team, dry skin can be very useful. It's also nice. I think dry skin is probably generally going to be your more useful ability. The downside of dry skin, of course, is you have a slight weakness to fire. Uh, Parasect is already going to die from any fire move you throw at it because it has four times. So the the detriment there doesn't really it doesn't become relevant. So the the benefit of gaining HP either from the rain effect or from or from water attacks hitting it, that can be useful. It's, it can give it a free switch in if you're expecting a water attack. Although effect spore might also be nice given the the move set I'm gonna recommend, because um, you know having random effects on the um, or specifically paralysis, I believe, right? And sort of effect spore does. Oh no, uh, paralyzed, asleep, or poisoned. That can be that can be helpful. But damp probably drives. Damn yeah, doesn't damp. seem that great. Prevents uh, self-destruction and explosion. Well, is, does it prevent other people from self-destructing and exploding? Right. Or okay, right. so it's not you yourself, but you know, like when you're in a double battle and that dude's got mm-hmm. like a, a Voltorb or whatever, and he's like, "I'm gonna self-destruct and yeah. hit those other two guys," and then you're like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you ain't gonna self-destruct on my watch, buddy." Right. So it's like that. Exactly. <laughs> Just like that. Interestingly, Parasect has two times four weaknesses, which is not a very great place to be in. But in terms of uh, those two being fire and flying, in terms of a moveset, Parasect is another one like last time's Love Disc, where it's a little difficult to suss out what a good moveset would be. Given that its highest stats are its defenses and its attack, I settled on sort of a tanky archetype as opposed to trying to do uh, 
a purely defensive Pokemon when its attack is its highest stat, and it seemed to be missing the boat a little bit, and I also didn't want to go purely offensive since its speed is its lowest stat at 30. So instead, I would recommend the EV spread focus on HP and attack. The moveset being, and then have a... Uh, a nature they the, the have uh, ooh, adamant nature. Yeah, sorry. The moveset I was thinking of utilizes Parasect's best quality, which is its access to Spore, which is a 100% chance to put an opponent to sleep. It's a grass-type move. Spore, Synthesis, X-Scissor, and Seed Bomb would be my recommended moveset. The idea is that you put it to sleep and then you use your offensive moves to hit the Pokemon that comes in when they switch out their sleeping Pokemon or to kill the Pokemon that they, they kept in there asleep. And then what was the other one? Synthesis, because if you're focusing on, on HP, then you should be able to live some hits if they're not super effective. And when your opponent switches out after you put their Pokemon to sleep, you can often get a free synthesis in that way. And that's, that's my recommendation. It's not very good, because I don't think it would be that viable, but if you're if you're dying to use a Parasect, it might be fun. You can get an X-Scissor on there. That's nice. Isn't that what I said? Yeah. Probably. I don't listen to you. I have you on mute. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Will. Solar Beam. I don't know. Special Attack isn't really high enough to warrant Solar Beam. Uh, that's true. That's true. I mean, there's all kinds of physical things this guy can do. Thief. Thief is fun. <laughs> another another move to consider would be Leech Seed. As, uh, Dig. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I do not remember the move Rototiller. Let's figure out what that does. Come on, that is there seriously a move called Rototiller? Introduced in Gen 6, Rototiller raises the attack and special attack stats of all grass-type Pokemon in the battle by one stage. It's not affect flying-type Pokemon, Pokemon with Levitate, Pokemon holding an air balloon, or Pokemon with the effects of Magnetize or Telekinesis, unless the Pokemon is under the effects of Gravity Smackdown and Grain or thousand, thousand Arrows, or if the Pokemon is holding an Iron Ball, the move will fail if there are no Grass-type Pokemon present on the battlefield. That is... I don't understand what the use of that would be. I realize if you're in, like... A, I guess if you're in, like, a triple battle, and the two other Pokemon you're paired with are... Grass. Type well, not like if you have if your team is a Gorgeist and a Parasect, and then you run that, and then you get all the bonuses, right? Because you'll have special attack on your Gorgeist, and you'll have attack on your Parasect, and then it's like everybody's having a good time party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a good point. What um, is Fell Stinger? Wait a minute. Uh, that is that the one where if you. Uh, it's like if you kill the Pokemon with that move, it does it has some. Additional effect. Yeah, it raises uh, your attack if you kill. It raises the attack if you kill a by two stages. Yeah. Who came up with all these new moves? I've never even heard of. Wow, a lot of them are sort of niche like that one. Before. I also in in reading the effect for Rototiller, I was really confused because it said unless the Pokemon is under the effects of blah 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 or thousand arrows, which is not a thing I'd ever heard of, um, because no Pokemon can learn thousand arrows. What is Thousand Arrows? Uh, thousand Arrows inflicts damage. It's a 100% accuracy, 90 power. Despite it being a ground-type move, it can damage flying Pokemon, Pokemon with Levitate, Air Balloon, Magnetizer, Telekinesis. Thousand Arrows removes the effect of Magnetizer, and Telekinesis makes the target vulnerable to ground types. 
and Arena Trap, even if it's flying or has Levitate, Effect Blast until uh, Effect Pokemon switches out. Um, but no Pokemon can learn it, so... It's not a TM, HM, or Move Tutor move. What nope. is the point of... They probably just <laughs> found it in the code. Yeah, it's probably either going to be exclusive to some event Pokemon. It's Yeah, it's probably going to be like an event move type of thing where... Oh, so at least a uh, camera up with thousand arrows or something like or that. Hoopa, yeah. Hoopa, Hoopa. When is Hoopa coming out? Probably this fall, if I was to take an educated guess. Yeah, probably Halloween again or something. Uh, Paris and Parasect are the only Pokemon in the game to take more than four times as such damage from any one type of attack under normal battle conditions. A parasite, a paris or parasect with the ability dry skin, <laughs> will take five times damage from fire attacks. And Gen One poison type attacks are super effective against bug type Pokemon, making parasect and paris the only Pokemon to ever have three four times weaknesses. <laughs> no other Pokemon has the same egg group combination as paris and its pre-evolution. Paris and Parasect share their species names with Shroomus, Breloon, Fungus, Anamugus. They are all known as the Mushroom Pokemon. There you go. And a shiny Parasect is goldish? Golden yellow kind of? Mm -hmm. Doesn't look that cool. It looks okay. Parasect's kind of cool. I like Parasect. I think the shiny's kind of nice. I honestly, if you showed me the shiny... And without showing me the original, I probably wouldn't be able to notice that it's... Well, especially in the black and white. In, in X and Y, I can tell, but in black and white, I might just be like, oh, I guess it's a little oranger than I remember, but but the X and Y shiny is, is kind of neat. Yeah. God, I am tired. I think that's yeah, our show. Parasex, do you spore on you? <laughs> Unless you guys have anything else, I think that kind of wraps up everything. I got nothing else to say about Parasect. The Mushroom Pokemon. Number 47 in the Pokédex. All right. Travis, where can they find you? Twitter.com slash TheTravisW for tweets. And then for my photography, you can either do Flickr, Tumblr, or 500 Pixels under the handle TheTravisW. Awesome. Will, where can they find you? Uh, On Twitter.com slash wash in the sink and for my photography you can find that on instagram where i take like six selfies every day and put them on up there so you can just look at me through your whole instagram feed all day long i love i don't think i've ever actually told you this but i i adore your in-car selfie series there you go it's revolutionary amazing beautiful as am I. Exactly. Perfect. Fitting. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dragging A Lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. As of March 15th, today, the day of we recording, we just hit 20,000 followers on Twitter. The Ides of March. I was just going to say, beware the Ides of March because this is where Travis and Will kill Steve. <laughs> <laughs> One can only dream. You can uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pkmncast. Uh, the Twitch channel page is pretty much done, so twitch.tv slash pkmncast. 
Uh, hopefully we can start that Twitch up in a week or two. Finally, if you haven't done so, please review us in iTunes. Even if you don't use iTunes, we are trying to hit 500 reviews by the end of 2015. We are, as of today, at 431. Um, so please leave us a review. We got a whole bunch in the last week, and we plan to read all those. Yeah, were we at 420 the week before? Yeah, 11, 11 in a week. Pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, even if you don't use iTunes, please open up iTunes and leave us a review. We're trying to get to uh, 500, so isn't that long? And I don't know, leave a review about uh, Parasect or something. And I would, I would highly recommend everybody bookmarking the twitch.tv page, twitch.tv slash pkmncast, because there's a picture of a Cyndaquil roasting a marshmallow on the fire from its own back, and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen, and I can't <laughs> stop crying now. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, if you don't have a, if you have a Twitch account, you can do the little like heart follow button to get the notifications and stuff. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are Super Tempo the Pokemon Good night, everyone.